Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's December 21st. It's our last episode before Christmas, I believe. We're ending the week. I wish they had a Christmas version of this song, because this is going to be a Christmas show, but Friday's is our best friends ever song. I wish they had both. They don't. Jake, how you doing on this Friday morning, December 21st? Happy holidays, Jimmy. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Mark, happy holidays. Hope you enjoyed Hanukkah. I didn't get to enjoy Hanukkah this year because I didn't know it was happening. This is kind of bullshit. It's tough. Someone needs to let me know. Because I'd like to enjoy it, let people know happy Hanukkah. It changes every year. I can't keep up with that. Gotta keep up. Not smart enough to be Jewish. Jewish people are so good with numbers that they just have their dates, their holidays changing all the time. (laughs) Let's throw, let's throw, let's put a little loop into this, you know. Hello. A little more tricky. Catholics, Christian people are dumb. December 25th, every year. Arguably arguably pissed off both. (laughs) No, I think everyone agrees. (laughs) Wow. Every Christian out there is saying, yeah, I'm dumb. Well, you said you had something special planned today. No, I don't think. What religion spe- you want to go at next? All religions. I don't care. All right. Hooray, Christmas! Jesus is birthday. Except it's really in June. But we like Christmas because of your theory. Yeah, man, and I'm so mad. I, I got to dig it up. The first time I said that, it might have been last for the past. I was like, oh, Thanksgiving, Christmas are had towards the end of the year just to keep people from being depressed. It's like the the end of the year, the two things that keep you going through the winter, because then it's like, okay, start of a new year. So you tell yourself, you know, this year's going to be my year. And then by the time the weather starts clearing, you're like, all right, I could do this. And then cycle, cycle, cycle. Yep. I think they thought Jesus was born on December 25th. And then they re- found out they were wrong. Like I said, Christians ain't the smartest bunch. And I think they they play that card just to hide the depression. Could be. Not even smart enough to have roving holidays. (laughs) Tough. How was your uh, Thursday night? How was my Thursday night? Not great. Um, threw Threw on one episode of Parks and Rec. Nice. Good episode. Just a random one because I'd been away from it for a while. Uh, Halloween episode. Uh, Andy dressed as Chuck Liddell. Pretty good, solid app. Just, just needed something to distract the mind, and then, uh, yeah. I mean, that was it. We're, uh, I guess, prepping, prepping for the next few days. Nice. My grandma, my grandma smoke detector kept going off, so Katie went to check it out. House smelled like gas. Ooh. So uh, she came into our house, which is behind her house. Right. Then the cops came and said, no, nah, you should get out of both houses if you have a place to go. So we had to go take refuge at my mom's house. Because the firemen came and checked everything out. Because a house burnt down in town two nights ago. Wednesday night, a house burnt down. And it's a tiny town. And I said to the cops, I said, this isn't the same thing that happened last night, is it? And they laughed. Yikes. And said, we don't know yet. So, oh. <laughs> Jeez. 
Okay. You're a button pusher the past 18 hours. What? It was a funny joke. They all laughed. I'm glad they laughed. Uh, hey, my house isn't about to burn down, is it? Because it wasn't. My grandma burnt toast, and she put the toast in the garbage, and then she put water on the frying pan, and the whole thing just kind of smelled terrible. Like, it wasn't gas, but it smelled real weird in there. Okay. So I'm not blaming Katie's nose. but no. uh But we were out. we were outside of... Uh, the house. So I was that was my time I put aside to prep this show right. with all the all the sounds and the the movie clips. So I got some, but we'll we'll roll on the fly. Yeah, Do make some our typing. own sounds. Make your own sounds. Do and you think there do you think there's anything? I know I know you like you like digging into the mind. Do you think there is anything to like you know, Katie and your grandma knew a house burned down a couple days ago, so that funny smell you smell a funny smell. You related to the gas well, was, fire from the other day. I was having a lot of fun with it. Probably, I was like, maybe the town has a gas leak underneath ground, and it's going to take one house every night until they find it, and they right. have to tr- like track this underground gas leak. Just landmines blowing up houses, and everyone was like, "Why would you say that?" Like, Sounds like you were pushing the jokes too far. If there was actually a problem, no, there was. Well, I, there wasn't a problem, which is why I knew I could push the jokes. Well, so there you go. Yeah. It was just some burnt toast. My grandma's burnt toast two nights in a row. Just starts making grilled cheese and uh, forgets about it. Been there. She's like, I ate the other half, though, that, that wasn't burnt. It tasted fine. I just threw the, uh, the burnt in the garbage, and it smelled bad. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So also, Jake, this is another personal update. I remember in Vegas, I started trying to crack my elbow, and it wouldn't crack. Yeah. It's become a real problem. My elbow is full of discomfort. And usually I just would snap it and would crack. I think right. I'm going to go to an orth, uh, orthopedic or or what's it called? Mm. Chiropractor. Orthodontist. Yeah. I'm going to go to orthodontist say, my elbow <laughs> won't crack. They're going to say, oh, I think you want to go to a chiropractor, buddy. Don't treat me like I'm an idiot. Are there elbow doctors? I'm guessing it's a chiropractor. Yeah. So I Googled on a YouTube videos how to crack my elbow for one crack. And there's two that came up, but they're seven minutes long. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then there's one that's 30 seconds long. And he's like, just do this and snap your elbow. But don't ask me. I'm just a wedding videographer, wedding DJ. It's like, dude, this sucks. So. You Maybe. dig through you do you dig through YouTube videos almost every day to learn something. Oh, you'd rather go to the a doctor? A seven minute video? Go this. to a doctor? There's one uh, two feet away. There's like one uh, in walking distance. Chiropractor. I can just walk in there, say, "Crack my elbow." I don't know if chiropractors do elbows. I'm a, I, I'm I'm hoping they do. I think they got to. They do all door joints. All right. Call up Benson. Yeah, give Chuck a call. Yeah, it looks like there's orthopedic arm doctors or, you know, tennis elbows a big thing nowadays. Maybe you got that. I think I Googled it a little. I think it's because I just sit with my arms at the keyboard like all day. Right. So it's stuck in that position. But yeah, if anyone knows how to crack elbows real good, let me know. I I had to take Katie to her chiropractor a couple times because her back has problems. Right. And watching what he would do to her was like, holy shit, I think you just like squished my girlfriend like a bug and you just broke her in half yeah felt good i guess for her but watching i was like Ugh. i don't think I yeah want bear hugs steph, and her whole body used like, to get that all the time <laughs> who steph yeah yeah so i need an elbow guy there you go all right we're gonna do sports updates oh maybe this is an elbow guy giving me a call i'm gonna get sports updates uh but we're not gonna go too deep into how do you call back so quick Busy guy over there. Holy shit. That was the fastest callback I've ever gotten. I declined it, and then in two seconds, they called again. I had to talk. Probably let me know either. There's two things they're calling about. Lower my mortgage, time to get health care, or, or the coveted, uh, there's a warrant out for my arrest in Seattle. Those are the calls I get every day on my phone number. All three sound really important. Not sure why you're not listening to them. Someone's got a warrant out for the rest. No. My phone number is getting sold so many times. I get calls all the time. It's annoying as hell. Yeah. It's terrible. Are you ready to do some news? There's not much news, man. We're going to do a Christmas show afterwards. We got some. Sure. Here we go. 
Odell Beckham says, if I can play, I'm going to play. And the same exact thing goes for me. But unfortunately, I can't play. After beating Texas Tech in Madison Square Garden, Zion Williamson said, 41 games at the Garden? I mean, it would probably be incredible. And he also said this. I think this is RJ's team. R- RJ, do you want to play for the Dicks? <laughs> RJ, do you want to play for the Dicks? If they draft me, yeah. If they draft me, I would love to play for the Knicks. Like, I don't really care where I go. Like, just the experience of being in the NBA. Whoever wants me and whoever sees the most of me, that's where I want to be. The Islanders lost to Vegas, and Billy Crystal will be announcing a Clippers game in January, which isn't Tri-State news, but I think most people from the Tri-State have an affinity for Billy Crystal. At least I hope so. I love Billy Crystal. I might tune into this, but I actually won't. But I'll tune into the highlights and hear the best snippets. I'm excited. Billy Crystal's my dream guest for Talking Yanks. Here we go. Give us your quick thoughts, Jake, and then we'll move on to the national news. If I can play, I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. Same. That's what I said. Same. If I can play in an NFL game tomorrow, I'm fucking there. That's so not true. Yeah. What if I could just be like on special teams? Right. But what if they told you like you have to take 20 carries? You would say no. Hmm. Would would my you name have to, you have to play twenty snaps? Okay, if I wasn't a guy who was trying to get like promotion, I'd say no. Two years ago, if I'm just Jimmy O'Brien, wedding videographer, I'd say no. Now with all the podcasts, you have to say yes. Okay, okay, I appreciate that. You do it for the PR. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because you think you'd be really scared. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think you still uh, I'm, think I'm, an injury I'm, play one. I'm three years out. Twenty six and younger, I'd do it because I didn't I didn't care about much. I didn't really get hurt. Right. But now, yeah, I'd probably like my, my elbow hurts because I sit at a desk. Right. That might crack your elbow though. That'd be good news. Right? Win yeah. win. Yeah. Be cool Does, if you get knocked out, wake up speaking Spanish or something like that. I would be cool. I mean I don't I don't think there's a ton of stories like that. There's enough that it's a thing. But um, how much Spanish do you know? None. Uh, one time when I hooked up with that illiterate girl mm. on New Year's Eve, I, I spoke a sentence in Spanish to her perfectly. And uh, it was, I don't smoke cigarettes. But I don't know how I said it. It was kind of like a come to Jesus moment drunk. I just said like, no fuomo something. Nice, man. Yeah. She was like, well, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Sounds nice. Yeah. She was a model. Yeah. Probably not. Kind of. No. Yeah. No. Some people took a picture of her once. <laughs> she was an Instagram model, like before Instagram models. Yeah. She's MySpace famous. Jelly. What about Billy Crystal? You like him? I like Billy. Like you said, I mean, it's not a watch thing. Hopefully it's cool. No, man. It's like Sterling did the Nets game. And my initial thought was like, oh, I want to listen to that. And then the day came. And I was like, I'll just wait for the snippets. Yeah. That's how I feel uh, about Saturday Night Live, too. I'd never watch a Saturday Night Live start to finish. I'll just wait for the good clips and scenes to get passed along. I still like watching a Saturday Night Live start, Saturday Night Live start to finish because I feel like... I don't know. It's almost supposed to be like a TV. Sh- well, <laughs> hell, it is a TV show. But no, like, um, I don't know. I'm not saying there's supposed to be a story as it goes, but it has a pattern. Like, you know, you have the running running gags. Not necessarily. No, because I think a running gag would be like, you know, oh, and in Parks and Rec, Andy had a banana peel in his pocket in the first scene. And then in the last scene, he drops it and Aziz slips on it. Like SNL doesn't do that stuff. But I think the show has a, a natural progression. Yeah, but there could like, be some. Normally, like, the last skit they do is supposed to be the silliest skit. Um, you know, they have the fake commercial at some point. They have the weekend update, cold opening intro. So I, I don't know. I, I think uh, I, I like judging the episode as a whole. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Saturday Night Live start to finish live. Woo! Remember when I lived with Brad once? But I, I d- doubtful. I don't like uh, sketch comedy, really. 
That's fine. Like, I wouldn't watch a whole batch. I'll just show me the good sketch, and then I'll laugh right. at that. Give me the highlights. All right, that's all we got. Not a lot Not a lot of news anyway, but here we go. National news. You ready? Are you, are you ready? Are you ready? Zion, man. Oh, yeah. Well, see, so I read the headline, Jake, and it, the 41 games of the Garden. I mean, it would probably be incredible. And that is going to get so much traction on Twitter right now. No, dude. What's getting traction is he does... He did a silly face before. Yeah, well, he did a face like, come on, reporter. Right. Don't ask me this but, stupid question. But because he did a face, now now it's the definition of whatever you want the news to be. Like Barstool spitting like, oh, Zion Williamson would rather, I think it said, would rather be a coal digger than play for the Knicks. Oh, because of that face? Yeah. Yeah, you, so anyone spinning it any way they want? Yes, literally. What's your read on that face? My read was he just was like, "Come on, bro, don't ask me these questions." Yeah, absolutely. Like, "Oh, what do you what do you think about me wanting to play for an NBA team? I'm a year out of high school." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the 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 internet's in torn apart over this. Interesting. Right? Which when you when you read the quotes and you actually watch it, you're like, "No." And I I think RJ Barrett his teammate grew up being like a Knicks fan, so he shouts him out. He's like, yo, RJ, you want to play for the Knicks, right? And RJ just said, if they draft me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, what what are we really doing here? And That's I mean, why I played the clip I played, because I don't want to just stir up controversy. It was like the very generic answer. I want to play for whatever team wants me and drafts me. Yeah. Yeah. So, but dude, did, did you see that face? He That's like... I can't even imagine making a face that looks that young. I was going to say that, but I thought there was something weird about it. But, like, you watch him play, and he's a grown man. Right. And then you watch that post game, and that face, and that, RJ, RJ. And you're like, oh, this is a child. Yeah, that was, like, the youngest And I'm not trying to say that, like, oh, he's a little child. I'm just saying, like, no, he's he's a young kid. He's a kid. He's 18. Yeah. I thought that face was like a, a face I haven't seen anyone make since high school because I think you hit a certain age and you can't make that face anymore. It's like goofy. You're not doing it for yeah, sure. I have no idea. You try once. It's weird. Yours was kind of good. Internet meme worthy. Internet meme worthy. All right, national news. Are you ready? You ready? I threw some stuff on there for you. Oh, yeah. In National Football League news, Josh Gordon is suspended indefinitely, but he did. He stepped down right before that, Jim, to deal with some mental issues. But it pretty much looks like it's the weed, which you and him can talk about. John Gruden hoping the Raiders can restart Nathan Peterman to get him going. Well, (laughs) you better hope so, bud, because he's been one of the worst quarterbacks ever. College football, big game. The bad boy mowers Gasparilla Bowl down there in Tampa. Marshall beats USF 38-20. Go thundering herd. In Major League Baseball news, my Colorado Rockies signed Daniel Murphy. Signing I really like, Jim. You could go Blackman. Arenado Murphy, and I think they've really got some chutzpah in that lineup. You can find me in right field drinking some beers. The Murphy signing is going to be fun. He's going to hit like 350. Offensive ballpark with an offensive player. Yeah, I'm worried. I I want people to come down from that a little bit because he did have a bad last year. And then if everyone keeps saying he's going to hit 330, 350, then he's going to have a really bad year again. So if people are like, ah, I don't know, he kind of had a mad year last year, then he's going to go off. All about the narrative. Well, it's not a crazy contract. Two years, $24 million. Yeah, I mean, the, the big... I, I guess the thing in baseball world and serious baseball talk is there's a ton of... Like, at, well, the other thing we don't know is if they want him to play second base, which if they do, uh, that would be bad. Don't don't like that. 
And DJ LeMahieu is a free agent who's been a Rocky second baseman for a while, just really solid gold glover, uh, great contact hitter. So it's kind of like, wait, did they take Daniel Murphy over um, DJ LeMahieu? And and then what's next? Like if they if they could bring back DJ LeMahieu and go, you know, Murphy LeMahieu story. Uh, Arenado, that's a really good infield, and th- this whole year for the Colorado Rockies is trying to convince Arenado to resign. So, mm. there, that was some talking rocks right there. Talking rocks. They just hired a a gay basher. Excuse me. Does Denver, Denver, is it officially liberal now, or is it like swinging liberal? Is oh my! A- Denver was the most blue vote. It was. Um, during the Trump Hillary election, yeah, okay, it's like the most blue area in the world. <laughs> but what about is Colorado? Is Colorado? I don't know. Whatever. On the outs, on all the, it's it's every it's like every state. But the, Denver has a, like a a Portland vibe to it, where it's like a bunch of like new age, um, like real far left leaning people, right? Yeah. Are they are they going to hate Murphy because he's uh, anti gay and anti that stuff? I mean, I don't even remember that stuff, so probably not. Oh, you don't know that? That's yeah. A lot of people, a lot of Yankee fans were like, "I don't want him. He's a bad guy." He uh, he's had a lot of comments saying like anti-gay and it's a uh, bad. I lifestyle. think they just keep bringing it up. It looks like in in 2015 he said he he doesn't agree with their lifestyle or something like that. Yes, and I disagree with the fact that Billy is a homosexual. That doesn't mean I can't still invest in him to get to know him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure a couple people will dig it up and have articles, but I don't know. What, what what are we doing here again? Well, I think it's carried with them. I mean, not the best things to say. Yeah, we're carrying it now, I guess. Yeah, I think it's bad, so I think people should know he's, he's a gay hater. There you go. Suck it, Murphy. Also, can't play defense. Suck it, Murphy. Good hitter, though. Mm-hmm. Nice. One one uh 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 divisional series for a team uh, basically on his back. On his back. On his back. Uh he's only played in big cities, so this is gonna be interesting. N- uh New York, Chicago. Well, I guess DC is not that big. DC is kind of comparable to Denver, right? Kinda. But it's on that East Coast swing. Cause Denver's a city, but it's isolated. Denver's a city, but it's isolated, Jim. Yeah, it's not on that. Is there a name for that? Like Boston down to Philly or down to D.C. stretch? I-95? I don't know. Well, like if you go a little more west, you have the Rust Belt with Ohio and West Virginia and all that. And then I wonder if there's a general term for the East East Coast, I guess. East Coast, babe. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's just East Coast. (laughs) Hey, I got Ooh. a new soundboard. Uh, I got a new clip for the soundboard. Okay. When I was recording um, Six Pack Cinema last night, which is out today, if you want to listen to it, I was just having fun throwing this out there nonstop. I fucked up. So that's a new one. We're going to use that one every now and then. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we even do a halftime? We're pivoting. Pivot. We're pivoting to... Christmas, Jake. No breather. No analysis. Uh, Where'd you, you any- do six-pack sim- cinema last night? Did you say what? Or I missed the first. Where? Oh, here. So my grandma called me. I didn't answer her. And then when I finished six- recording six-pack cinema, she was in my house. And I was like, hey, is everything okay? And then they were like, cops are coming. There's smells like gas in her house. Sure. My grandma said, I had some cheese, but I didn't think it would make me that gassy. Mm. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. I told people that she said that in front of her. She, right. She laughed. It's good. She's high off the fumes. There were no fumes. <laughs> she kept telling everyone, I called Jimmy and he didn't answer. I said, Grandma, cut that shit out of your story. Oh. You, hey, you want to bring in the cheese <laughs> fart joke? <laughs> She's going to bring the real noise. This is my story, Grams, and you're not about to mess it up. I think I think it's Graham's story. I think you got got. She couldn't sleep in her house because they were like, well, we'll just be careful, and she was real pissed about it. She said she she called us because she didn't want to fall asleep with the alarm going off because she didn't want to die. And that's great news. 
And that's good news. Yeah, because if she said, I wanted to die, that would have been, like, terrible Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. I think coming to grips with things. Let's get into Christmas. Let's get into Christmas. So, we have some voicemails. We have, uh, like, Teach has a Christmas voicemail. We have two other voicemails that aren't Christmas, but they called in for John Boy and Jake Radio, so I think I'm going to play them, but we'll do it at the end. We have some Christmas movie talk, Christmas song talk. We have some Christmas questions. It's going to be a good time. Where do you want to start? Do you have anywhere in particular, Jake? Christmas bell time. I have I, a... I have it. I'm going to play okay. a song. I'm going to play a Christmas song to get us in the mood. And it was one that we both said we liked a lot. Uh... We both said we liked this the other day, and this is actually why I wanted to do this episode, because I wanted to play this song as the opener, but we ran out of room. We played so many other songs. Um, what the hell? I thought you were procrastinating there towards the end. I was, because it won't come up, and it's pissed me off. I guess I'll so, edit this out. So you don't uh, want me to sing? You want to sing? I don't know. Spotify usually... <laughs> this is bad. All right, here we go. This is the song that I wanted to include, but didn't, because we didn't have room. Not of all the reindeers, you know you're the mastermind. Run, run, Rudolph. Randolph ain't too far behind. I love Chuck Berry. Maybelline's one of my favorite songs. And this one, I mean, we talked about it. This one's top Christmas song for me. We played uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. That's up there. I played Augie Rios, Donde Esta Santa Claus. That's up there. Then this song is up there. And I think it's like my fun category. But we had uh, Emac, you know, head of our fan club, Evan and Co., he said he liked those too. I wonder if Evan likes this one. You gotta like this one, right? I think so. I think this is the most. If Christmas didn't exist, this would just be a good like rock song. Yeah, well, that's what Chuck Berry like, was. If if nobody knew what Rudolph was, just be like, yeah, it's a good tune. Run, run, Rudolph. Must yeah, be, must be the name of his car. Yeah, exactly. That's what you think. Do you have a favorite song? Do you have any others? Like I'd I don't know what I like in this world, Jim. <laughs> I really like the All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth song. I had to sing it in uh, at school once. Um, Me- do you know that one? Yeah. I was the shyest kid ever. In- What's the matter, Theodore? You don't look happy. Good, good Christmas intro. Yeah. But you got all those wonderful presents for Christmas. Didn't you get what you wanted? All I want. Maybe I don't like this song. I don't. I don't think. I don't like that song. That's not the one I like. I don't think that stands the test of time. What's the song uh, that's like? It's talking about. Oh, I com- I totally confused that with this song, Jake. That's I don't like that song. By Chipmunks? No, it's not sung by. I don't. Is there a non-Chipmunk song about the two front teeth that I like? Maybe. I don't know. I, there's another Chipmunk song, and I think I've got a decent Chipmunk voice, which is natural. Let's hear your Chipmunk Let's, voice. I'll roll around, I'll hurl, I'll hurl. You sound like a grandpa Chipmunk. I'll take that. Yeah, like that's the grandpa Chipmunk singing with them every now and then, a little baritone. Yeah. This song is the one I sang in school that I liked. I ain't. <laughs> I ain't getting nothing for Christmas because I ain't been nothing but bad. Have you heard this one? I'm getting for Christmas. It's a little kid singing. I think that's why I confused it. Yeah. Mommy and Daddy are mad. I'm for Christmas because I ain't been nothing but bad. Stop it. <laughs> so this song in 
like it, for the when we were in like second grade, every kid went around and said something they did wrong. Like I spilled some ink on mommy's rug. Somebody snitched on me. And then there was like the Somebody I had, snitched on me. Is what all the second graders were saying. That's the lyrics. Oh, I didn't know that was a lyric. I thought I thought you guys were doing honest stuff. No, no, no. Those are lyrics. And I got the one. I put a tack on teacher's chair. Somebody snitched on me. And everyone laughed because like, they looked at the teacher and it was like, ha ha, did you really do that? And I was like, no, it's just the song lyrics. Just the song lyrics. That's one of my favorite songs. And Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. Don't love that tune. I think you like that song because of the memory. It's kind of fun. No, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I did a dance on Grandma's Plants. You got a picture. Yeah. Little kids doing bad stuff. Lyr- Lyrical genius. 1999, nothing for Christmas. Nothing. I guess I like the annoying kid ones. Nothing for Christmas, Augie Rios. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Something those, those don't really do it for me. What do you like? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I wish I knew any lyrics. I feel like I could kill White Christmas if I if I gave it I'm in it. Just like the ones I used to know is the next line. See? Didn't know that. I knew there was a no in there. You like Just you like the like Grinch song? The ones I used to know. Bum, bum, bum. What's the song where they build a snowman and call it um they call it someone brown, Parson Brown? I like that. Winter Wonderland. Yeah, big Frozen soundtrack guy. You said you're an you said you're a Grinch guy. I enjoy the Grinch. Yeah, there's there's some good stuff in there, man. Um, in the original, in the in the Jim Carrey version. Um, I want to touch you with a Who needs a soundboard? I had to sing that song in choir in sixth grade. I think I've told this story. We did choir because none of us had homeroom together and we just wanted to hang out. So if you switched homeroom to choir, then you all got homeroom together. You just had to sing every now and then. And our teacher's name was Mr. Finch. And he made us sing Mr. Grinch for the Christmas thing. And he was like, you better not change it to Mr. Finch. It's like, but we're 12 years old and your name is Mr. Finch. And we're going to change it to Mr. Finch. And he was like really mad. Yeah. It's the most obvious going to happen ever. <laughs> we did. We did. Someone passed out. Best thing about going to see like a middle school choir is I think one person always Don't passes say out it. of here. No, you said it. Those bright lights, man. You just get hot. Straighten out those knees. You get stiff as a board. You just fall down. It's tough. Yeah. One time I Blair just... Moran fake passed out. Power play. I, I have this quote for you because I know this is one of your favorite movies. Sure. I didn't realize this was from this. <laughs> F this, I'm mobile. Kind of quiet, but F this, I'm mobile. Dusty. Oh, yeah. That's I did, a, I've heard you that's or... That's an Evan and Co. favorite. Yeah, I heard, I've heard Evan and Co. say that a lot, and I didn't know it was from this movie. I was trying to find clips because you guys are big Just Friends guys. Dude, Just Friends is a great movie. Great movie. Great holiday rom-com. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, good brother dynamic. It's got your going home dynamic. Um, it's got a little bit of everyone wanting to be cool, but actually not wanting to be cool. It's some special stuff. Uh, uh, fat past. Everyone loves a fat past. Anna Ferris. We have everyone a cop- loves a everyone loves a ridiculous celebrity. Anna Ferris nails that. It's true. Sheehan is in the in the comment section. He says, Jim Carrey Grinch was sexually harassed by a who lady. I don't know if he's in the movie or behind. The oh, scenes. yeah. Some one of the ladies in town like was was feeling the Grinch. Oh, nice. I got no qualms with that. Yeah. You got to see what he's made of. He's weird looking. I... So you didn't see the Grinch that came out this year. No, it looked bad. I think it did yeah. really bad, too. It's tough. Home Alone is one of my top movies, and, and this is... You did it again, didn't you? You left the water running, didn't you? What's wrong with you? Why do you do that? I told you not to do it. Harry, it's our calling card. Oh, All the great ones leave their mark. We're the wet bandits. <laughs> You're sick. You know that? 
<laughs> they both crushed that that scene. I heard that they thought that movie was going to bomb, so they overacted their card as like the real dumb robbers. Sure. And it worked out better. Joe Pesci lives in Lavalette. I can go say hi to him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel, I, I mean, this is a little hot take-ish. I feel like this movie has great scenes and some great quotes, but I feel like the movie as a whole isn't fantastic. Home Alone? Oh, I disagree. Yeah. I think it's... I think it's really good. I love Home Alone. Okay. It's uh there's a whole like coming of age story in it. Like he hates his family. All he wants to do is not brush his teeth and live like a mess and all that shit. And then when he's home alone for a couple days, he like goes out and buys a toothbrush for himself. He tries to right. shave like his dad. Yeah. Doesn't th- need to shave though. Doesn't need to shave. And then there's uh then there's it's funny. Yeah, I I think like a lot of the scenes, like a, a chunk of them, are really good. But I think the movie as a whole, it's kind of like, what are we really doing here? You know. Mm-hmm. I think as a whole, the director who I'm blanking, who did Ferris Bueller, Pretty in Pink, and all that. Right. Like you, you think about that guy, and you're like, you just. I don't think your brain has grown up. Daydreamed about being a kid a lot. A lot. Wrote yeah. a lot of movies about high school kids. As a 40-year-old, and it's like, usually they progress, you know? And then you write about adult stories. Yeah. John Hughes, that's his name. John Hughes. J.P. Hughes. J.P. Hughes. There's, like, documentaries about that. I think he's still alive. Good for him. Good for him. Did you see the Macaulay Culkin thing? We talked about that on Six Pack Cinema today. So all my thoughts have to be refrained from talking. Good for you. (laughs) Not you. I'm a Macaulay. Good for Macaulay, for real. He looked good. Yeah. He looked good. There was a story about him where he was going through the checkout stand at a somewhere and buying something you needed to show ID for, and the teller said, yeah, you look like Macaulay Culkin. And he said, isn't that guy a heroin addict? And then it was him. And I was like, "Yeah, man, that's a sad story. He's testing people. Would you want to be a child actor? Still Seeing time. what the word on the street is. Yeah, sure. Nice. I don't care. Okay. Name something about Christmas that most people like, but you hate, Jake. I think I'm probably going to get some hate for my Home Alone comments. Not that I dislike it. Um, what about? Ooh, I I don't know. I think this is kind of up there on probably a lot of people dislikes gift. I don't like the um. I I guess like white elephant. Um. Oh, Yankee Swap White Elephant. Yeah, I, I'm, I do not like that at all. I'm with. I mean, you. It, it's just for me. It's t- like it makes sense. I don't know. Like if we were in college and it was the eleven of us that lived in our house senior year, and someone gave us <laughs> the the Christmas fairy came down, gave each of us a hundred bucks, and it was like, yo, buy. You've got a hundred bucks, buy a cool gift. Like I think with all of us being, you know, twenty one years old, with that amount of money, I think if we put eleven boxes in the middle of the floor, it would have ended up being fun and a good time and some cool stuff. When I have to do it with my family, I mean we're covering an age range of now I think we're we're like twenty one through seventy. Mm-hmm. With a twenty dollar limit, like that's that's just really tough. Yeah, we I don't like it at all because it's basically like let's buy a bunch of stuff no one personally needs, but right. some people might generally like, and then everyone just leaves it at the house that's there. Like especially yeah. when one time we did it and everyone was like, hey, "Let's do gag gifts." It's like so now we're just going out and buying stuff that no one wants. Right, now we're wasting money. And that's that's what ours turned into. Whoever bought bro- booze or lottery tickets, that was the most popular stolen gift or whatever. Yeah. So then it's like, what are we really doing here? Why don't we all just bring now lottery tickets? Now we're the booze tickets. lottery ticket family? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've won. <laughs> you fit in well. Yeah, I don't like Yankee Swap or White Elephant. The year uh, my, my sister is a, a delightful soul. We're very similar and opposite in, in many different ways. Um, I, I, I can, I can put on a show if I'm, if I'm in a bad situation, I can put on a show for a long time and get through it 
non-confrontational. My sister doesn't have that. If she's having a bad time, it's going to be known <laughs> right quick. <laughs> and so one of the years, and she she feels the same way about this because it was just it was tough. Like I I get it. Like we want to do fun family stuff, but that's really impossible to get something kind of cool for anyone. Yeah. So and every year there was a theme. Um. And so you know the you know the theme would come and go. But one year, the year that my sister fully cracked, the theme was anything goes. And my sister just snapped. She goes, that's not a theme. That's, that's just anything. <laughs> not a theme. A theme that's, is supposed to narrow it down. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's when she cracked, and I was like, yeah, you're, I mean, you're super right here. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> anything goes is the opposite of a theme. That's, that's Sans theme. Anti-theme. Yeah. Our theme is, there's no theme. What's, uh, what, are the, what are other controversial Christmas stuff that people don't like? I don't know. I guess if there's a snowstorm shoveling, you, you and I kind of like that. Yeah, there's, that's one of these questions. Would you rather have three feet of snow on Christmas or no snow at all? Give I me mean, snow on Christmas. It's the one time it's acceptable where people, people I think the general population would be like, yeah, make it a white Christmas. It's pretty. And I think, like, you know, January 15th, would you rather three feet of snow or no snow at all? I think the general population is saying no snow at all. I mean, I'm always going to, if you're giving me a two foot up option of snow, I'm taking that because the world changes. The, the world goes into this post apocalyptic world where it's just like survive, make sure you can get to 7 Eleven or the liquor store and like survive in advance for two days. If you, if this option was, like three inches, I might be out on it. But on Christmas, you're rooting for any snow. Uh, I agree. Especially Katie's doing her first, well, not her first Christmas on the East Coast, but now like living here. Right. So I'm rooting for snow because she's going to be super excited as one, one, the first time snow lands. But we live on an island, so snow doesn't really stick here. I was going to say, does the island get dumped on? It's got to be special occasion, right? It's got to be big storm. Like the, the mainland gets a lot and we'll get a little for it to stick. I think once a year, there's, it sticks. Okay. And you have snow on the ground. But I don't think it's ever, you know, like you snow for this stays on the ground for a month like it can do other places. Eggnog? Do you eggnog? No, not an eggnog not guy. I think it's delicious, but I don't drink it with booze and then I'm just drinking this like heavy cream. So I've I've gotten away from eggnog. Yeah, I'm not a heavy cream of anything kind of guy. If someone if, all, uh, go. If 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 all things were the same level of health, like if if eggnog was like drinking apple juice, I would pound eggnog around the holidays. Is eggnog always the same flavor? No, you could get different flavors. Is it is that your problem? Is it too sweet for you? Too creamy. I don't like like dairy drinks. Right. What do you think your ideal eggnog flavor would be? Water? <laughs> I don't I'm oh, not yeah. a drinks guy. I'm the opposite of you. I drink like three things. You're not going to like these. Yeah. I've, I'm seeing vanilla eggnog. I think that's the regular. Holiday coconut milk nog. No. Nope. nope, um, nope. Golden eggnog. Not sure what that uh, is. Doesn't sound like a flavor at all. Sound Pumpkin like eggnog. That's not doing anything for you. And sugar cookie eggnog, which, I mean, for me, that's problematic. Because, I, 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 I mean, eggnog is super sweet. So, I, I don't know about all that. Yeah, that the, a lot of those weren't flavors at the end. Yeah. Golden eggnog, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, I'll have the golden eggnog, please. All right, let's pivot to cookies. If you were Santa Claus, what type of cookies would you want to be left out for you on Christmas Eve? Mm. You got to go to a lot of houses. Right. So you want I mean, what exactly? What are we factoring in here? Like, you know, Santa, Santa gets some caloric intake. He's got the big belly and he's got a crazy metabolism. That's how he does everything he does. But. Um, I don't know. Is does that affect the choice of cookie here? I'm going mini Oreos, just ah uh, mini, mini Oreos, ah uh, okay. mini Oreo at every house, just one, and I'll just by the end of the night I'll still be terribly full, but it'll give me some energy for the first like five hours of riding the reindeer around. Know what? It, using that logic and also digging into my Italian heritage, and a great holiday cookie it's the pizza ale the what p-i-z-z-e-l-l-e 
the P- Pizzelle. I would say Pizzelle. Oh, oh, yeah. Pizzelle. It's basically like a, that crispy pancake cookie. Yeah, it's almost yeah, it's like a almost a waferish with type. flour on top. Um, powdered sugar, powdered sugar. I could, yeah, flour, <laughs> flour, powdered. Enjoy sugar. this cookie with flour on it. We forgot uh, to bake it. Yeah, I think pizza would be a good, good paisano Santa Claus play. Yeah, and they're light. Favorite cookie? I like the cookies that have the Hershey Kisses in the middle, preferably the mint Hershey Kiss in the middle of Ooh. a chocolate cookie. Big fan Ooh. of those. Double chocolate? Yeah. Christmas time, you get like all the homemade cookies that aren't sell- sold in stores. So I feel like that's what you got to choose as your cookie is something you get only around that time. I'm not seeing those regularly January through November. Are cannolis a cookie or are those a pastry? I would guess pastry, but I'm going to let you do whatever you want. I mean, if I could pick cannoli, I'd probably do that up there. I've, uh, you know... M- Early high school, two hundred pound Jake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did some damage to some cannolis. Um, I don't know, man. My my thing with cookies, uh, they got I obviously the softer the better, pretty much. Um, and then it, this turns. I, I I guess it's the same thing for me with frozen yogurt. Like I I'm normally a an accessory person like i'm not there for the froyo or the cookie if you throw like a reese's peanut butter cup on the cookie yeah i'm into that dude you'd be so mad at what my aunt brings to christmas oh yeah she brings cannoli dip so it's see it's a giant bowl of just the cream inside the cannolis and then you she brings like pizzelles or whatever you call them and different things to dip into that cream it's delicious but it's addicting, and when she yeah. was like, I'm going to bring it, and we were all like, no, 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 we can't just sit there and eat that for three days again. Right. I I had a bad, woo, I had a bad frosting experience as a child <laughs> where I just, I just had way too much of it. Like, I forget, we were making Oh, I thought you were going to say you put it on your penis and your dog bit your penis off. No, I said bad experience. Oh. Um, but no, I I forget if we were making, you know, cupcakes for school or something like that. But yeah, I just went ham on the side um icing. And uh, I was just like violently sick. So yeah, icing and like I mean that that cannoli dip, yeah, I'd obviously get into it, but there's I I've I've, you know, bad flashbacks there. <laughs> I like I like this next question. Would you rather build a snowman, go sledding, have a snowball fight? Or stay inside drinking hot cocoa. Now, I love all four of these things. Like I, I'll do right. all four of. If it snows once a year, I'd like to do all four of these things. Especially when you start having kids. But even like in college, I would like to do some of these things. If you had, to, what are you eliminating first? Let's 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 reverse engineer this. Well, staying inside and drinking hot cocoa is fun, but you need the outside experience to make that like feel really nice like i think we talked about this i don't know if it was on air or off air but once you go outside then you come inside and you sit down and have the cocoa it feels 10 times better after being one of the best one of the best parts of being outside is knowing you're coming inside yes so i'm gonna just eliminate that because i think you need the other options for that to be as spectacular as it is that was my first elimination but that's because i i don't like hot liquid oh dude have i told you how much hot chocolate i've been drinking no i'm like Maybe all of December. Almost, I would say I'm at 80% of December nights drinking hot chocolate. That I'm Jeez. in. The, yeah, it's tough. Low so, calorie? No idea. Jim. A lot of hot chocolate. We got to get this tight. We're the face of the Yankees. That's my, uh, it's my end of the night routine lately. Weed and hot Cashman chocolate. Cashman wants us looking sloppy? Yeah, I guess I should cut it out. Well, I haven't been eating breakfast so that's good it might not be bad i don't know i have no idea it is I'm chocolate. Just happy that you're happy i do it with water not milk katie does it with milk nice i was really high one day when i made katie her hot chocolate sure. and i put it in the microwave to heat up the milk but i forgot to turn the microwave on so then i just took it out of the microwave and i put a little bit of chocolate in there and i forgot to stir the chocolate and i threw mm. a bunch of marshmallows on top so she couldn't see what was underneath right so she took a sip and she was like, "This is cold milk." <laughs> yeah, <It's> fail. That <laughs> was funny. I didn't mean, didn't do it on purpose. You're but, sorry about it. Yeah. yeah, we're recording. Katie's in here. What do you want to say? Something? 
I do. I'm getting a breakfast sandwich shake. Nice. Nice. It's exciting. Just after you told everyone you skipped breakfast. Cool. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah, well, that's the only time I eat. She She's working night shift today. Because yeah. usually I just have a smoothie at noon. Back to it, Jim. Back to it. So, snowman, sledding, snowball fight. Snowman, sledding, snowball fight. Mm. My heart of hearts. No, it's out for me, snowman. Snowman's a lot of work, man. There's not a bun- There's not a payoff. You got to have a kid, or I think girls like building snowmans because it's like the snowman's built, and then you just walk away and then you leave it. It's not a bad thing, but like it would have to be you, me, two other buddies, and we'd have to build like a diesel snowman for that to be the award. Yeah. So I think snowman's out. Never been a huge snowman guy. Um. So what are we down to? Snowball fight, sledding. Damn. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to give you my answer? I guess so. Sledding. Okay. Recently, in laughs from the past, we were talking about snowball fights and how like the best a snowball fight can last is probably a minute, and then you're gassed right. and you're like, okay, let's not do this. Sledding. If you find a good hill. There's a rush to that. It's like a roller coaster, but not really. When's the last time you've gone sledding? So I haven't gone. I lived in Australia. I lived in California for the last four years. Right. We tried. We went sledding in college once, right? When it snowed. Yeah. Oh, like college. We were sledding. drunk. I would take Luke sledding when he was younger. Um, That's what I'm saying, man. I think I think sledding's like out now. Just like getting up and down the hill. You're risking getting hurt if you're doing fun sledding. That's where I think snowball fight gets the W. Mm, but what if? But I want to take like my little nephew sledding this year, so I'll let you know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. I mean, I think you're going to be gassed, bro. In Illinois, because it's such a flat state, they right. each town has a sl- man-made sledding hill. So when there's no snow, it's just this huge hill. But they're huge. They're bigger than any hill I'd ever done in New Jersey or Connecticut, because you just got to do natural hills there. Right. And these are just like you climb up the stairs on the side and you go down. And then there's hay bales that they throw out there and you can make ramps and stuff. Okay. And it was it was basically like the movie Snow Day. It was just like snow heaven. Yeah. But, uh, my dad, Ritzy, was really scared. And my uh, my dad wanted her to face her fears. Just get it over sure. with. So he's like, all right, Ritz, sit down real quick. Let me tie my shoe and then we'll we'll go together. Oh, no. Fake ties his shoe, just yep. pushes her down. She's got to be nine years old, or maybe ten. Uh, she's heading straight for a hay bale ramp. Yeah, we see it. So me and my dad get on our sleds, and now we're trying to like speed sled and catch up to her. No, because we saw it coming. Didn't catch up to her. She hits the 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 ramp, flips a one eighty, lands like on her head and her shoulder, yep. and is just crying her eyes out. And me and my dad get to her. And we're both laughing hysterically because, like, what are the odds? Right. Not laughing at her because she got hurt. Laughing at how much that plan backfired by my dad. Right. And she was miserable. Oh, yeah. There's a picture of it, I believe. Of her just crying. I feel like I might have seen that. Yeah. It's great. It's great. So I'm going sledding, though. I think that funness is there. You got to get a good hill, though, and a good sled. Oh, you know what? I went sledding senior year of high school when we had a hockey tournament in Canada. Me, right. Polly, and Kraus. Actually, we had a blast. And I was like 18 then. We had a blast. Right. <laughs> that's uh, over a decade ago. Yeah, we went we went down like surfing on the sleds and dual. Yeah, sleds. that's what I'm saying. The most fun sledding was surfing or hitting the big jump. Like right now, I'd be terrified for that. Well, I'm going to try and go this year. I'll let you know how I do. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's do a voicemail real quick. We're running out of time, but we got Teach's Christmas voicemail. Hey, it's the uh, teacher from New York calling for John Boy and Jake Radio. i got a Christmas story for you. So I'm a senior in high school. I am uh, two days prior to Christmas, December 23rd, and there's a large rivalry hockey game. I know that'll mean a lot to you, uh, John Boy, uh, against a big-time opponent. And we are much worse than this team, but I was a very passionate fan this time to the point where I actually painted my full body and wore a cape to the games and stood in the front row passionately cheering for my squad. 
Now, prior to the senior year matchup, we uh, had begin diving into libations, otherwise known as alcohol, to the normies out there. And uh, we didn't know what we were doing, as you probably could assume, at 17 and 18. So I had uh, ingested too much that night. I showed up, and I made it to inside the place. And uh, I ended up actually getting kicked out of that game due to the intoxication and me just being a jerk in general. Uh, got a ride home from a nefarious character throughout the uh, situation, basically a young kid who drove me home and was most likely on drugs. Once I got home, turned to my parents and said, well, I think I'm in trouble. Uh, told them the full story. My mom cried for three weeks. Dad looked at me and said, you ruined Christmas for everyone. Went upstairs, and I'm not kidding, took the tree filled with everything you'd have on a tree, the lights, the balls, the popcorn, threw it out and said, Christmas is canceled. You've ruined everything. And you should be embarrassed of yourself. Second so that time. was my uh, Christmas 2009, December 23rd. Rough Christmas story, but shaped me to the man I am today. Now I'm all right, so that's the second time teachers called in with a story where his parents say, you've embarrassed us, you're an embarrassment. Just got to air it out, man. Yeah. I mean, he, he DM'd me uh, on Instagram and said he left out the part that he got suspended for school for a week, which is why they were so upset. It wasn't just that he got kicked out of a hockey game. Sure. Um, yeah, power play move by Teach's dad to throw the tree out and say you've Christmas is canceled. Yeah. Like, his dad was itching to do that. And yeah. And, like... If you teach, if you ask your dad right now about that story, he's going to laugh his ass off and say, yeah, I always wanted to throw the tree out and say, Christmas is canceled. I hated that tree. He, he, just, he hated that tree. He was excited. So he was excited to cancel Christmas and teach his son finally gave him a reason to. He's all in. God, teach could air out all his dirty laundry on here. I love I love. Da- stories of dads like uh, taking this into my hands, and making a stand. Right. Dad, my dad listens to this show, but one of our favorite stories is he was just mad at us leaving a mess. Or I would guess that my mom was mad at us being messy. Right. And she complained to my dad. So then my dad came down, had to lay down the law, and he was right. yelling at my sister for leaving things over. And he grabbed this sweater and was like, you're leaving this Now it's outside. And he threw it out the window. Sure. And my sister, who was like a 12-year-old sassy girl, goes, that was mom's sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, I can't wait to be a dad and do that stuff and then just get ragged on nonstop. Yeah, just have extreme rage that you can't control because <laughs> you have a 12 year old outsmart you. <laughs> that, that was mom's sweater. You should probably go get that. She want it back. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, having teenage daughters seems like hell. Yeah. That part. I'm sure, other parts are good. We have two more voicemails, but they're not Christmas-related, so I'll save them for next week because we're coming up on an hour anyway. The last question that you said was elf versus reindeer to the death, and I think you have a lot of thoughts on this. I You, th- you said you had a quick answer on this, and I've run this through a lot of scenarios, and I don't have an answer. Well, I, I, I'm open to you changing my mind, but I'm saying uh, reindeer immediately. I just think, end of the day, so think, if I said you versus a reindeer, who do you think wins the fight? Reindeer. Oh, wow. So you're just a big believer in reindeer. Deer, deer rage is a scary thing. So what's the deal? Do reindeer have horns? Okay. Yeah, that helps the reindeer's case. I don't know. I guess is, does the reindeer want to kill you if you're the elf? Maybe. Um... If if the reindeer knows it's in a fight, I'm going reindeer. Um, the tough part for the elf is how do you kill the reindeer? You know yeah. what? What would be what would be your kill a reindeer tactic? Choke it out. Choke a reindeer. Reindeer are big, man. They're like seven They're feet huge. long and five feet tall. Yeah, I'm like five feet tall and one foot long. Without without a weapon, how would you try to kill a reindeer? It's for your life. This reindeer's trying to take your life. You have to fight it. We're in the woods? Yeah. Okay, I'm finding high ground. I'm climbing a tree, and then I'm jumping on top of the reindeer, doing a dual kick to its head. 
Okay, you totally miss. You break both legs. The reindeer eats you alive. Yeah, I Congrats. agree. Oh, I'm with you, Jake. I'm not I killing. I can't a reindeer. believe you went top rope. <laughs> I was trying to be so cool with it. Like my son's <laughs> watching. He don't want to see me do a bad. He's watching some old school WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. go from the top belt to the deer. Yeah. What? Are, how are you killing a reindeer? I don't know, man. I think I'm. I'm. You got to go for the throat, I guess. Yeah, I think and I don't even know how. Yeah, you got to get on its back somehow. Right, but even then, I mean, are you trying to put it in a chokehold? Can you do that to reindeer? No. Nah, do reindeer's like, necks work like humans? Necks? No, they're like Frank Reynolds. Can't hang them. <laughs> a lot of people do from their wall. Hello. Oh, how to kill a reindeer with your bare hands? Wonder if this puts that- me on some elf list. That's what oh, you're it's, a, it's a core question. How to kill a deer with your bare hands. This is a question that's been asked many a times. Oh, yeah. For 40 exhausting minutes, Wayne Goldsberry battled a buck with his bare hands in his daughter's bedroom. Goldsberry finally subdued the five-point white-tailed deer that crashed through a bedroom window at his daughter's home Friday. When it was over, blood splattered the walls, and the deer lay on the bedroom floor, its neck broken. Goldsberry was at his daughter's home when he heard glass breaking. He went back to check on the noise and found the deer. Goldsberry entered the bedroom to confront the deer, and after a brief struggle, emerged to tell his wife to call the police. After returning to the bedroom, the fight continued. Goldsberry finally was able to grip the animal and twist its neck, killing it. Oh, yeah. He was trying to get up a corner wall, and I just came behind him and grabbed him by the horns and just started pushing down, said Goldsberry. Yeah, you got to get out of that neck. All right, I'm going reindeer. <laughs> Did you? Th- so there was part of your brain where you thought Elf could beat a reindeer? Only if they're like making magical toys that are like death toys. Oh, here's yeah, that I mean, toy I, bear I was, trap. I was going no weapons. I don't know. I just, I in my head, I guess I thought I'd normally vote human over reindeer. And I just, using that logic, I think I was still Elf over reindeer because they could outsmart it. But reindeer are huge. Huge. Herbivores. You're, what'd you call me? Vegan. Come on. Being rude? Conservation status is their least concerned, so reindeer are still getting it. Nice. We don't have a show coming up on Monday, New Year's, Christmas Eve, I don't believe. Believe. Maybe we'll surprise them, uh, but don't, Maybe. C- don't count on it. But, Jake, so tell everyone quickly... Your plans, and we'll be back with them on Wednesday, the twenty sixth, I believe. Or Wednesday, I'm. Uh, what am I doing? We're hanging in Colorado. I mean, we're we're gonna try to get a ski day in around one of those days. Um, you know, usually some good. They say the NBA doesn't start till Christmas, Jim. I've heard it. Um, and Chris, I do, I do enjoy what the NBA does on Christmas Day. I do like that. Um, so I'll be watching that, some foosball, we're, uh, we're chilling, we're kind of, every, everyone, everyone saw how well documented our wedding season was, um, incredible, we're, uh, we're, we are chillaxing, so that's what I got. Do you have a total number of weddings for 2018? Because if you I wanna, don't, I need you to find me that and just tell yeah, me how I many, I, I want to say it's, it's nine, but I, I could, I could look into it. Yeah, and they're all they're all none desti- where I live. Yeah, destination nine destination weddings in one year. Yep, and not even that. You could probably crank down the time span to like four months. It was nuts, impressive. Well, no, that was kind of the weird part because they were all. I think there was only one summer wedding. They were all fall or spring. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. Summer weddings are hot. Kind of, yeah. All right, I'm doing nothing. Full families. Ritzy just flew in. So you're now doing nothing. Your family does some of the most Christmas. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. We're not going anywhere. Like, <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm going across the street, and we do like a ton of stuff. But everyone comes to us. So, it, how many people? What will be what will be the maximum number of people in the building in in your mom's house at one time over the next five days? Mm, I don't know. Not as many as summer. Maybe maybe thirty. Yeah. I think that's shocking to a lot of people. Yeah, we have a Brazilian with us, all pair for Brett and Courtney, and 
and she wasn't shocked by it. She said there was 50 at her last wedding or 40 or something. So we were like, oh, sorry. I guess we'll invite more people. She hot? In what sense? I think she's cold. She's never been in the uh, cold climate before. Right. Yeah. Well, just make sure she's got extra jackets and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get her hooked up. Jackets and gloves and all that. Hook her up with Luke. You a gloves guy? No. Hell no. Yeah. It's like only on the slopes. Only on the slopes, and that's because it's like so necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I would never wear gloves ever. I just sweat. Yeah, It'd be sweaty. That's the Pockets. end of the show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I think it, should we do like a year end thing? No, nah, no, no. Anyway, here's the deal. On Christmas, say, "Hey, Aunt Becky, can I have your phone?" And then uh, subscribe her to all of our podcasts. And then do that to all of your relatives. Yeah, take take every relative's phone and subscribe them to all of our podcasts. Maybe rate, review, five stars, and say, my nephew listens to this. He's great. In her voice. You you know your Aunt Becky's voice better than me. So that's You gonna, know AB's voice. That's going to help us out. And uh, we'll see you later. Big Baby David just joined the chat. I gotta tell ya, I gotta tell ya. Best friends, you are my fucking best friends. Seriously, it's like the best night ever. This song, I'm really feeling this song. This song, fucking best song ever, ever, ever. Ever.